Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we are going to get back into foundations, and that is Genesis chapters 1 through 11, and today we are going to be reading in Genesis chapter 5, 1 through 32, and the title for the sermon and also the title in this section is From Adam to Noah. So we're going to find out all that. And, you know, as I said before, I wanted to do the foundations first before I get into Revelations. So when I finish this book, then I'll go into Revelations. That way you kind of know where we came from and how things came to be or whatever to understand what that's going to say, which uh, Revelations is also... Uh, it has a lot of symbolism in it, and also it, it it's very historical at the same time. Very interesting, actually. Okay, so so and I'll be reading out of the NIV, New International Version, just to make it easy. As I said before, I like the King James, but I like to make things simple, which is you know uh, what the all the slogan or motto is for Bible Education Institute is making the Bible simple to understand. So, and just like I said before, uh, the NIV, which is the New International Version, the uh, ESV, the English Standard Version, and some of the other ones, they were directly, besides the King James and the New King James, all these were directly translated by theologians who had years of study in it and they come together in a group like a committee and then they go through this the Bible and they make sure that everything they transpose from the Old Testament Hebrew and the New Testament Greek and a little Aramaic comes out exactly how it's supposed to just like the King James was where the, transla the translations was directly from Hebrew and Greek and a little Aramaic but um, that's why you can trust this. And um, but I like uh, I was trained trained in the the King James version. I do like it, but it's nice to have the the more the more uh, modern language version. It does make things a little easier. So, anyways, let's get started. Before I start in uh, Genesis. Chapter 5, verses 1 through 32. I like to tell you what the Bible is, and I got these facts from uh, Dr. Vodi Bakum, who's a great teacher, and you can find him on YouTube, and you can just put his name in there and put ministries behind his name, and um, it'll pop up his, uh, his ministries and all. But you can watch him on YouTube. Great. Great knowledge, a lot of good knowledge. Okay, so let's get started. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. 40 authors, 66 volumes of books, a span of 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics, and this is why we can trust the Bible. And if you're in a, a classroom with an unbeliever and instructor, teacher, or professor, whatever, and they don't, maybe they're atheists, maybe they're agnostics, whatever, and if they, you know, say something against it, you have a rebuttal for it, 
which has proof in it and stuff, so it'll make them think if that's what you so desire to do. Alrighty. Let's get started. Genesis chapter 5, verse 1. And the title is from, from Adam to Noah. This is the written account of Adam's family line. When God created mankind, he made them in the likeness of God. Verse 2. He created them male and female and blessed them, and he named them mankind when they were created. Let's stop here for a minute. So again, we see he created, this God, because it said when God created mankind, he made them in the likeness of God. Verse 2, he created them male and female and blessed them. So the likeness. So... Again, you see male and female. He didn't create a bunch of other sexes, only two. It's male or female. That is it. So they can come up and say whatever, multiple genders and all this stuff. No, there's only two, male and female. Let's continue. Verse 3, when Adam had lived 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness, in his own image, and he named, his, and he named him Seth. Verse 4, after Seth was born... Adam lived 800 years and had, and had other sons and daughters. Verse 5, altogether, Adam lived a total of 930 years, and then he died. Verse 6, when Seth had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enosh. Verse 7, after he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had other sons and daughters. Verse 8, altogether, Seth lived a total of 912 years. And then he died. Verse 9. When Enosh had lived 90, 90 years, he became the father of Kenan. Verse 10. After he became the father of Kenan, Enosh lived 815 years and had other sons and daughters. Verse 11. Altogether, Enosh lived a total of 905 years, and then he died. All right, now stay with me. It's, um, there's a few more things that are really good to know here. This is it's going to be short today, so let's continue. Okay. Verse 12, when Kenan had lived seven years, he became the father of Mahalel. Verse 13, after he became the father of Mahalel, Kenan lived 840 years and had other sons and daughters. Verse 14, altogether, Kenan lived a total of 910 years and then he died. Verse 15, when Mahalel had lived 65 years, he became the father of of Jared. Verse 16, after he became the father of Jared, Mahalo lived 830 years and had other sons and daughters. Verse 17, altogether, Mahalo lived a total of 895 years and then he died. Verse 18, when Jared had lived 162 years, he became the father of Enoch. Now we'll stop here for a minute. Now Enoch, this is one thing that it's Good to read about it because you understand why. So let's continue. Uh, verse 18, when Jared had lived 162 years, he became the father of Enoch. Verse 19, after he became the father of Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Verse 20, altogether, Jared lived a total of 962 years, then he died. Verse 21, when Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. Now remember Methuselah, he was one that lived a long time. Verse 22, after he became the father of Methuselah, 
Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Verse 23, altogether Enoch lived a total of 365 years and Enoch walked faithfully with God. Let me read that again. Verse 24, Enoch walked faithfully with God, then he was no more, because God took him away. Let's stop there for a minute. So what happened was, because they would, uh, uh, he walked with God faithfully. So that, and so that means he communed with God and everything. And then one day he was just took away. So, so God just allowed him to go to heaven, you know. So he didn't, he didn't see death. Now that's what you call fantastic. So when it says he was no more, that's what it means. Okay, let's go to chapter 25. When Methuselah had lived 187 years, he became the father of Lamech. Verse 26. After he became the father of Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and had other sons and daughters. Verse 27. Altogether, Methuselah lived a total of 969 years, and then he died. Verse 28. When Lamech had lived 182 years, he had a son. Verse 29. He named him Noah and said, He will comfort us in the labor and painful toil of our hands caused by the ground the Lord had cursed. So that, that right there goes back to the curse which came from when Adam and Eve disobeyed God, so they sinned, and therefore the punishment was they had to leave the Garden of Eden that was perfect in every way. And then um, then because he, Eve was first uh, beguiled, as it says in the King James, which means she was fooled or, uh, yeah, we stick with fooled from Satan who came in the form of a snake. So her curse was going to be that she would feel the pain of childbirth. And then the curse for the man was he'd have to, uh, he had to work with his hands and he would sweat from his brow, you know, so that would be their curse. And that's how it's been. And then as you notice, uh, we live lesser and lesser as, the many years go by because um, we're getting further and further away from what was good. And so it seemed like the longer the curse goes and it just continues to, um, how would you say, uh, it continues to just corrupt because, you know, it's cursed. That's why everything gets old and you see um, dust and dirt and metal rust and all this kind of stuff because of that. Because before that, everything was perfect. So anyways, I just thought that was a very interesting thing there. Um, continually, continuing verse 30 after Noah was born Lamech lived 595 years and had other sons and daughters verse 31 all together Lamech lived a total of 777 years and then he died verse 32 after Noah was 500 years old he became the father of Shem Ham and Jepheth and so we'll continue next time unless the Lord puts in my heart to do something different but the plan is, you know, unless God changes it through His Holy Spirit, um, we will continue in verse in in, in uh, chapter six, which that title would be "Wickedness in the World" and also Noah and the Flood. So we have something to look forward to that's fascinating and interesting all at the same time. Okie doke. So. Let me give you some scripture verses. 
Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, 26, the NIV, the International Version. Verse 24, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Verse 26, what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for the soul? Romans chapter 3, verse 19, NIV. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. So it's like we can blame whatever, but the law or the commandments, the Ten Commandments are God's moral law, so the law shows us that we're guilty. And therefore we need we need a savior, which was Christ. Romans chapter three, verse twenty-three, NIV, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Isaiah chapter sixty-four, verse sixty, NIV. All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteousness acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind our sins sweep us away. So and let me let me read you some salvation scripture. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10, the King James Version. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that God has raised it from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth in the righteousness, with the mouth confesses and made salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 13, King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You know? And why are we guilty? Well, let's go through the commandments. Uh, let's do the first commandment. You shall have no other gods before me. We make people gods and other persons God. Have you ever, uh, have you ever made, uh, made someone a God or a thing or whatever? We all have, you know, we're, you know, we're like that or we want this or whatever. And then we also made another God in our minds that's okay with everything we do. Well, that's one. Let's go to... You shall not commit adultery. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Like, you know, because you look at somebody and you go, ooh, wow, whatever, whether it's male or female. And so that means you're guilty. That's two. Let's go to uh, the ninth commandment. You shall not bear false witness. It means lying. You shall not lie. And we've done white lie or whatever or trying to get out of a situation or whatever, and we end up not telling the truth. Because remember, God's standards are high, extremely high, and ours are extremely low. Let's do one more. You shall, uh, let me see. Oh, the Eighth Commandment, you shall not steal. Have you ever borrowed something, never brought it back? Have you ever uh, took a paper clip or a pen or whatever? Or doesn't matter how much it's worth, but that's called stealing. Remember, God's standards are high, and ours are very low. So, we're guilty. Let's do the fifth commandment. Honor your father and mother. Have you always honored them in every way and never done anything wrong? No. We all have guilty. Who's had parents? <clears throat> Let me see. The second commandment. You shall not make any idols. Well, we've done that. Again, with people or whatever. They even have a show 
they have a show called American Idol during this time. It's been around for a bunch of years now. But you're making someone an idol. It's the, you know, it's the same thing. So we're all guilty, therefore we need a Savior. So if God was to judge you by these commandments, would you be innocent or guilty? We would be guilty. Would we, would we go to heaven or hell? We would go to hell. If, if you have not understood that, then come with a sorrowful contrite heart. Repent of your sins as Christ for forgiveness and then put your trust in Christ alone like you would a parachute if you're in a plane that was about to crash. And somebody gave you a parachute, you go to haul on that parachute for dear life because this could save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come. Something to think about. So, yes, we're all guilty. So, in other words, we got the, the disease, which would be sin, and now the cure is Jesus. So... What do you need to do? Repent of your sins. Do it now. Then once you've done all that, start reading the Bible daily without fail. Do what it says. Find a good Bible-believing teaching church. You can join so you can learn, grow, and serve Christ. None of this is rocket science, you know, but it's really, really to humble yourself before God like a child. Resources. You can watch on YouTube and go to the websites. Dr. Vody Bakum. Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com, R.C. Sproul. Remember, all these are YouTube and their websites. Uh, Legionnaire Ministries, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, Answers in Genesis.org, Wall Builders with David Borton, wallbuilders.com. He teaches you about American Christian history. Dr. Walter Martin, great teacher, waltermartin.org. Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin, ApologiaStudios.com, and you can listen on audio to Apple Podcasts. You can go there, and the the family of Dr. Greg Bonson, that was a great professor, a, um, a seminary professor, uh, he died a while back, but his family has donated all of his teaching recordings to Apologia Studios with Jeff Durbin, Pastor Jeff Durbin. And they got it on, and they've redigitized it and everything. And you can get a free, a literal free seminary education by just going to his website, apologiastudios.com. And apologia is A P O, um, excuse me, do it again. A P O L O G I A S T U D I O S dot com. Um, and then go in there and put in the. The search area, Dr. Greg Bonson or Bonson New, and it'll pop it up, and you can start getting listening to it and getting a seminary education. How cool is that? For free. I mean, I pay like, I think it's $9 or whatever, $10, you know, just to help them out and stuff. But you have, like, more access to they have a lot of really great stuff on there. But you can do it for free. Okay, now if you would like to, oh, yeah. Um, let me see. And you can also, you can also find this on, um, YouTube and Rumble and all the audio platforms, uh, heliumradio.com, Helium Radio Network. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and others. And also, you can find us on Telegram, Getter, Twitter, Facebook, and Gab. We try to reach all those platforms just to try to you know get it out there.
because uh, I don't make nothing on this. I just do this because I'm trying to, to help people. Uh, and also, if you would like to correspond with me, you or, or with um, Bob Education Institute, you can go to Bob Education Institute at gmail.com. If you need a Bible, let me know. I'll be glad to send you one. And the, the website is all lowercase bible-education-institute.webnode.com. And I'm going to give you some more stuff that will help you. If you need Bibles, you can go, or Bibles or books of any kind, whatever. You can buy new use. You can go to Abe Books, A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S, or Thrift Books, uh, Amazon and Alibris, A-L-I-B-R-I-S. And there's a lot of other ones, too. But that's just the ones I usually do. And another great resource, you can go to your search engine and put in TCT Network. And when you go there, you go to online, um, on-demand programs. And there's two that are very good you can learn from. One is Faith and History with William Federer. And he teaches you all about church history and American history. Uh, um, Christian, that is Christian history. And then if you want to know the Old Testament, you can go to Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin, and he will teach you that. Really good stuff. So remember, if you, were, if you had any kind of conviction or a, a stirring in your heart or, you know, about uh, coming to Christ, you need to do that quickly because you don't know if you're going to make it throughout the day or after you listen to this um, a podcast. Um, you don't know if you go. You know when your time's going to be up. Remember, hundred fifty thousand people die every day around the world, so you don't know when when your time is. So I would get on it and repent, ask God for forgiveness, and put my trust in Christ alone, and watch Him transform your life as you read and study His Word every day, and find a good Bible believing teaching church to join, so you can. Uh, learn, grow, and serve God. Till next time, remember, read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says.